real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. All right, everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for our guest today. Josue, take it away. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm really honored to be here today. I have listened to your show a bunch of times. Uh, oh. You guys do a really good job. So I want to start <laughs> with this story. Uh, quick disclaimer, this was told to me uh, by my grandma. Uh, she was this really Catholic lady. She died a few years back, but uh, even when she like on her deathbed, she all she wanted to talk about was Jesus. So this happened to her when she was around, I think, like nine or eight years old uh, at the time. She used to tell stories that uh, they the uh, rebels from the Mexican Revolution would come to their house. My my great-grandpa was, her, I think, a wealthy man, and my gra- he had to hide them. Around those times, there were some uh, some some stressful times for them. There came, came a, like a young guy, like, walking around, seemed really poor, disheveled. So my great-grandpa, I think, uh, felt really bad about this kid and let him stay in a... Uh, side house where they stored grain and where they had some animals as well on, uh, during the night and then uh, some weird things started happening and happening around the house things would go missing uh things would break and then one day my grandma tells me that well told me that she went to the yard the priest and so the priest in, in the uh, yard walking with his with her dad to the uh, this grain house and she was a really curious uh, little girl, so she went and checked it out and put her uh, eyes in between the uh, the wood panels to take a peek. And she saw this man being uh, thrown all around the uh, room wow. without really... And I think what she described to us was what it seemed like to her, like an exorcism. She was also really young, so it could have been that she was just, I don't know, uh, adding some some things in there. But she said that this young man was yelling, I would say, things that she could understand, maybe was yeah, speaking tongue, and uh, being thrown around the room, and the priest was praying uh, at him, not with him. Um, and she remembers that he was just really uh, agitated and aggressive towards towards his her dad and, and the priest. And at some point, she felt like he looked straight at her through the wood panels uh, and just oh. paused. Yeah, she didn't really, she wasn't someone that was into those kind of stories. Anyways, this just happened to, to be something that she told us when we were sitting around uh, one night with my brother, uh, my brother Hector and, and my sister Aline. And yeah, that's that's pretty much part of the story. I think that afterwards, after that night, they were they didn't see the, the guy again. Wow. Like he uh, he vanished. Uh, I I don't know. They don't know. She doesn't know to up to now exactly what happened to him. Uh, all she knows is that uh, that his dad walked in the next morning, like nothing had happened, and he just told them, "Hey, so remember this guy? He um, let's call him Pedro for the sake of the story, <laughs> Pedro." <laughs> Pedro is now. Uh, Pedro has has left. He he went to his home and uh, 
And so my grandma, for the longest period of time, thought that maybe he had died or maybe that even my grandpa had done something to him. My great-grandpa, sorry, had done something to him. So um, she, she, she grew up thinking that until one day she asked my grandpa and my grandpa, uh, my great-grandpa, sorry, and he didn't really say much. And that's uh, that's my story, guys. It's a pretty short story, Yay, I guess. Thanks. No, that was good. Oh, nice. uh, so wait, she asked she asked your great grandpa, and he didn't tell her anything. He was just like, "Oh, forget about it." Yeah. So I think I think she it was something along those lines. She asked my great grandpa what had happened that night, and that she saw she saw everything that went on before he disappeared. And my grandpa said, uh, dismissed her saying that she might have had a bad dream and um, Oh wow. And nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he definitely murdered that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. He probably, I mean, this is extra fucked up for me to say, but like if he did murder him, I feel like he was a demon and needed it to be done at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm not superstitious, but uh, when it comes to Catholic things, you know, it's like all of us Catholics were not superstitious at all. And then, and then we get a little bit scared and we start praying. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> The right, fact that yeah, a priest I, came in, like, that's pretty significant, I feel like. It is, yeah, I think it is. Um, and, and, you know, the Catholic Church does have a department of, uh, I, I remember a priest telling us, my dad, my my grandma even was really good friends with the uh, church of the, t- of the town, and the priest would come, and he would talk to us, and he one day openly told us that there is a whole uh, area of the church that's designated to, towards studying and treating and evaluating like i guess managing exorcisms yeah wow wow that whole story is just so cool yeah seeing an exorcism and then being parents are just being like nah nah you're good (laughs) like i think one of my favorite things that you said was that the priest was praying at him not with him because that's such, (laughs) such a specific description it's like oh yeah he's fucked like yeah. if you're not included in the prayers, you're you've definitely fucked up somewhere. <laughs> oh man. This it just yeah. it almost sounds like a movie, like the way like your grandma how old was your grandma, do you think? I I don't know exactly. I think she was really young, maybe in her uh in, in her uh not not past ten years old. Wow. And she just wow. snuck out to like this barn and he looked at her. He looked her yeah. like in the eye, and that's what my grandma told us. She felt that at some point he looked straight at her through the uh, wood panels. Oh, yeah. This day, uh, I my grandma had some uh, crazy stories, but she always she had like this, like also like intuition when things happened, or she kind of knew. If, for example, my my uncle, my uncle uh, passed away. And she kind of knew already that she had passed away. She's like, "Oh, someone came and knocked three times on my on my window while I was sleeping." Whoa! <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so she was like that. I don't know if she was theatrical and, and uh, chronic liar, maybe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> definitely something that we throw us off since we were little kids. Those things and that just just things that she would tell us not to do and. Then we would, um, on hindsight, we would be like, oh, we would have probably not offered so well if we had done otherwise, you know? Right. Uh-huh. She had kind of could tell. 
uh, that was something was going to happen. Wow. So since your grandmother was Catholic, if she's anything like my Catholic Polish grandmother was, she probably was real into angels. She was. And, she like, was. And, and I believe that. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. And I think the, the part where she got visited and got knocked three times on her dream on her window, I think she thought it was an angel telling her that my uncle, my uncle had died. Wow. Was he sick or was it like an unexpected? It was very unexpected. Uh, he uh, died. He, it, yeah, it was. It was not. It was not a. He was a healthy man, like middle-aged man when he died. Okay. So, yeah, that's even more intense because yeah. it's different if you're like expecting somebody to go and then you're like, oh, I had this like feeling. But yeah, when it's like, yeah, nobody could have guessed. Like that's even wilder. Man, I want to meet your grandma so bad. <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. mad. <laughs> She's she's uh she's dead so maybe uh you don't want to meet her. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not now. <laughs> Meg, maybe you'll hear a knock three times and she's oh just my like, god, she be really. <laughs> I mean, by the by the time she's by the time she died, she was a really old uh, and frail lady. So if she visited you, she would definitely scare the crap out of you. Those movies you see the old Those lady scary walking. movies, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to chat. That's true. God. Oh, man. So they were during, they lived in Mexico during like a a revolution, you said, and had to like hide and stuff like that? Yeah, my grandma did. uh, My grandpa did, I guess, too. I don't know. My grandma was older than my grandpa by 10 years, I think. Nice. Um, She was really young when this, when, yeah. I'm just kidding. Cradle rubber. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely a cradle rubber. But she she tells me that whenever the rebels, so McCary Grandpa was wealthy. He kind of was. He was the president of the town, mm-hmm. I guess, when she was uh, young. And at the time, you could be the president for a long long periods of time. I guess he was kind of the one that built the town, had started like the electric company. This it's a really small town, mm-hmm. and a small town. And so the rebels would come and they would come into the house and they would uh, steal things from my uh, great-grandpa and assault him and he was scared that they would do something to to my aunts and to my grandma my great aunts mm-hmm. and my great, my grandma so he would throw them over the uh, like these there was they had a house and they were next to the house there was this tall tall and I, I wouldn't say quang it was something else some fields maybe she would throw them in there uh, he had like a bed that was on the other side. So he was going over the, uh, yeah, the fence, I guess, wow. or the wall, the wall, mm-hmm. and ask them to hide. And then he would tell them, don't come out until uh, until you, until I come and, uh, and, and check on you. And if I don't come and check on you in a few days, don't come out still, uh, go to, to this other house and ask for help. Wow, that's so, so scary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was, it was a pretty interesting time, I guess. The revolution. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to think. It was in the in the nineteen tens, nineteen twenties, during the first world war. Yeah, so. I had to look it up because I was like, I know the Mexican. Re- I had to look up the Mexican Revolution years. You're totally right. It's between uh-huh. 1910 to about 1920. Because not to brag, but I had to take Texas history three times. Well, <laughs> yeah, I failed it because every other year you had to take a semester of Texas history. That sucks. But I still couldn't remember like what it was. But yeah, because that's also wild because that's like 
the industrial revolution time like that's just such an interesting time in history overall like yeah and it's not that far your grandmother was alive in that time yeah. yeah so so i'm just getting i'm trying to get over the fact that your grandpa found like a creepy stranger and was just like sure sleep in our barn I think that's nice it's nice until the exorcism they got the they yeah. he got the nativity treatment <laughs> He did get that <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know where they. I don't know where they live then. But uh, I. I've definitely. I can bet that maybe there's like a, a little skeleton there in that yard. So in that, oh uh, my god! <laughs> <laughs> when you call it like a little skeleton, it sounds cute. Yeah. I thought of like a little tiny one. Like it's not a big deal. Like a little tiny. Just a, a little skeleton for you as a treat. <laughs> Yeah, he he actually used to that quite a lot. He 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 used to be asked for my grandma, this very benevolent uh, old, uh, I guess, a man, an old man, a man, and he used to also uh, throw a lot of parties. And it, I think they lived a different life than we did. Yeah, definitely. I have another story for you guys. This oh, really? actually happened happened to me it's not really scary it's of a funny story or you, you guys can tell whatever you guys want to we love all stories yes awesome <laughs> so this happened to me my grandpa when my grandpa died actually this was maybe when i was in college second year of college i remember my brother came and woke me up in the middle of the night and said hey uh so we're going to go to Mexico and uh, my grandpa died. And so I was really sad. And then we realized that one of us uh, had to stay because because we had we only had one car and one, one of us had to drive back. And I had to have an organic chemistry exam that following day. So I kind of volunteered to stay. And uh, so I uh, I drove them there. I drove them back. I, I didn't do that at all. I was... I felt kind of like, oh, it's okay, it's not a big deal. And then I, I was, I was feeling really tired, so I went to take a nap. And I remember that I was dreaming that I was in my grandpa in my grandma's house, and I was walking through. They had a, this really beautiful house, a large house, uh, had a big garden, and I was walking through the garden, and it was so vivid. I was so vividly, I remember so vividly, and I saw my grandpa. And my grandpa always wore a hat, like a cowboy hat. Oh. my grandpa yeah and my grandpa was sitting on uh remember we had these white tables in, in that house and he was sitting in one of those uh white chairs uh and he always had uh, like uh rum and coke with lime and he was drinking his i guess rum nice and coke with lime and yeah <laughs> and uh he tipped his hat to me and i i was so frazzled by this i woke up and I woke up sweating and I woke up like hyperventilating. And I just remember this feeling just came over me, overwhelmed me. And I started crying. Whoa. Oh. But it wasn't like crying like a little bit. I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 like, and I had three roommates. I, I live in an apartment with two, uh, two bedrooms and I had three roommates and they all happened to be watching, I think, they were watching Community outside and they just heard me crying for like two hours. Oh. And when I came out. They were like, uh, turn in the volume like, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
they, they didn't even ask me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, so how's everything going, man? I love that. That's oh, First of all, your grandpa sounds like the coolest fucking dude. He can hang. He just has like a little cowboy hat and rum and coke. Cocktail awesome. cowboy. Yeah. yeah, that's goals right there. Was he the husband to your grandmother you talked about, or was to he on the grandma. other side of your family? Okay, nice. No, that was that was both uh, my mom's my mom's my mom's my mom's dad and. Whoa, mom. they're supernatural yeah. that side. And because, it sounds sorry. What were you gonna say? No, go ahead. Yeah. I'll just say this really quickly. It just sounds like you might have the gift too yeah. i i don't i don't want to have the gift. <laughs> you look scared no. <laughs> I, you know you know when you get the jabu sometimes you're uh you, you feel like you you um you are really you're really doing something that you dreamed of or thought yeah. of i i hate that feeling it yeah does it happen like a lot to you happens oh, oh tons happens tons yeah really yes 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 well, if you ever want to look into it, you might have the gift. <laughs> Wait, does it happen a lot to you when you're like doing something that you do regularly, like stuff for work or like routine stuff? Or is it just like all kinds of random things happen? It's all kinds of random things. Oh. It's it's really random. It hasn't happened to me in a while, actually. I think the last time it happened was like a month ago. Um, but it happens maybe once or twice, three times per year. Dang. That's a lot because really I don't good. feel like I have deja vu very often. Like maybe no, twice in my whole life. I do, and they say it's your uh, brain kind of trying to uh, uh, put, uh, when you're putting a similar situation. And it's funny that you mentioned that it's your brain trying to figure out, like, put things together and and kind of force you to, to think, hey, I have already relieved this. Uh, uh, you forget that you actually relieved it, but um, you did something similar, so you feel like you are maybe. Um, I don't know how to explain it, actually. Pretty bad explanation. No, that's okay. okay. It's basically like your brain, like, trying to rationalize. Is that what you're... I guess, yeah. Um, I think there's an actual term for these, and actual scientists have researched this for... I don't know exactly what it is about. I just know that I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, you called your grandmother a cradle robber, but I say... Nice job, Cougar. That's what I say. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> like, she nabbed a 10 years younger Hell yeah. cocktail drinking cowboy. Yeah. That's a great deal. She freaking crushed yeah, she it. Did, Good dude. for yeah. her, man. She healed it. I, I have to say, my grandpa was a pretty cool dude. He, um, he used to have horses and he used to red horses, and then he would take us to kill. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this, Meg. He used to take me and my cousin to kill uh, venomous snakes. Um, um, they're called uh, hognoses and rattle- they're hognoses and rattlesnakes. They would burrow into the. Uh, they were uh, uh, bunnies and they would kill the bunnies. Mm. And so he would uh, like a chemical to smoke them out. Mm. He had either one of us to put uh, our hands in the hole to. Stick those little children fingers in there. This is a nightmare, Josue. Yeah, he had no idea. And then he would hang these snakes and smell horrible, too. Oh, he would my hang God. Them like, uh, to get the skin out and dry the meat, I guess. And uh, he I don't eat? know what to do with he... that. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I've never seen Not him judging, either. but. Yeah. 
That's pretty gross. I, <laughs> I love hognose snakes. I think they're very cute. Are they? Are hognose snakes cute? You should Google them. They're very cute, in my opinion, but they are like um, slightly venomous. Oh, yeah. they are cute. Yeah. I but like they their look little like, noses. Yeah. The one thing, though, if you uh, get a chance to Google it, like, because people keep them as pets, hognose snakes. If they get stressed out, they'll like flip on their back and play dead. <laughs> it's Aww. very dramatic. It's very funny. I do that too. Uh, maybe I'm a hognose. <laughs> Dude, that was an awesome story. I freaking yeah. love when you tell stories about like your family in Mexico. I think they're like the they're like cowboys. They're so cool. What they part are, of my, my grand my mom's side? What part of Mexico did they live in? They are from uh, uh the, the town is really small. It's called Irimbo. It's in mm-hmm. uh, a state called Michoacan, and it's a really hot state when it comes to the people. They all have guns. They all live in the mountains. Like, not everyone, of course. There's big cities. I lived in mm-hmm. a big city there. But if you move two hours away from the city, they have big mountains. They have uh, like small towns. They have ranches, and everyone owns a gun. And traditionally speaking, that's where the independence kind of got started in Mexico as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they in the, uh, became independent from Spain, and that's where the revolution kind of started. And mm. there's a big, it's a big hub for the cartel. Wow. So Got it. There's, um, yeah, there's, there's always been that like sense of uh, don't mess with uh, people from Michoacan, or it's called Tierra Caliente, which means hot land. Mm. And this you is... kind of don't mess with them. <laughs> This is the yeah. town that I did the story on, right? Yeah, Go back I and listen that. to that episode. You're saying it way better than I am. I did not say it one way the way you've been saying it this entire time. So I only know, I think, because there's a ice cream place in like my hometown Kennett Square called Michoacana. And uh, yeah. Their, <laughs> yeah, their ice cream's really good. It's very good. And they have, yeah. a, they have a restaurant now, like a grill and their food's freaking awesome it's so good that's so awesome that makes me really happy they yeah. that 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 ice cream place that that the paletas are bomb mm-hmm. we used to i used to ask my mom for money and walk there every day when i was yeah cool well thanks for this story this is yeah. really fun wild we've not had anyone talk about exorcisms yet so this is wild exciting oh, really? yeah. yeah it's one of yeah. my favorite like things is like any kind of like religious related like mm-hmm. spooky story is like so interesting yeah so let me let me tell you this when we when I, me and amanda got married uh uh megan's megan's sister we went to uh to see the priest in pennsylvania mm-hmm. and he had this really very thick book and it was it was a book about exorcisms it had like a like it was like like a pocket guide for exorcisms wow yeah and he just had it there chilling on the desk. I was like, what? <laughs> do you think he was just trying to intimidate you like yeah that's what that's a plan maybe maybe yes maybe i'd be like i know i'm supposed to be excited about getting married but can we talk about this book instead yeah. <laughs> i was really tempted to do that and Amanda pinched me <laughs> I was like, can i ask you can I ask you about the book? And she was like, no, no. Like, okay, can you make a good Oh, man. <laughs> but I'm sure I'll see him again in the last one. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's great. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. He's a yeah. uh, really awesome, awesome priest. I was like, that was not what I expected you to say. You're like, he had this really thick book. 
the Bible. There's some exorcisms in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think it's real? That exorcisms really do... Uh... I think that... I don't... This is my whole thing. Is like I don't always know what I think is ultimately true, but I do think that people who are feeling afflicted by things might have a change in mindset if they feel like they've gone through a process like that. Right. Cause it is like an agitating process that heightens Mm -hmm. like, so I don't know, like, because it, it's hard to say like if it's mental health related Mm -hmm. mostly, then maybe that could be like something that helps, but also if it's a real demon, maybe it could help. I don't know. So the church does have like, you gotta read that book. Yeah, the church does have like a set of things to look out for to determine whether it's mental health related or something supernatural. So like speaking in tongues or languages you've never heard before, super strength, anything that like, you know, kind of breaks the reality of like, this could just be something that someone's doing. My issue with tongues, though, is that like I've watched TV preachers like just... yeah. Like speaking in a different language that you've never heard. I was like, gonna say, I think it's more 100%. like another language, especially like Latin or something like that. Yeah, or Aramaic, right? It's the yeah uh, Aramaic, the mm-hmm. language that Jesus spoke, I guess. Yeah, Is that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a psycho, a psychiatrist actually at a New York med, and he wrote an article for the New York Times um, about how he worked for the church to help them identify. Uh, mental health issues like schizophrenia from uh, ex- exorcisms. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to comment further about it because I I read the article a long time ago and I don't want to spread any misinformation in the topic. Of course, um, I feel like mental we'll health. Look that up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. something that you guys, you guys, we can talk about at another time. If you guys want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do um, a follow up for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hey George, isn't isn't this year great? Isn't 2020 fantastic? Dan, are you kidding me? I mean, this year sucks. I've been inside the entire time. But how often do you get two new sports team names? We got Kraken and football team. I do like football team. If only there was a show where you could rank these new names. I know just the show. There's a show. I host it with my friend Dave Primiano. It's called The Rank Bank. Dan, that's awfully relevant to this completely natural conversation. <laughs> of course it is. It's almost like I shoehorned it in here because it's all I want to talk about anymore. When do episodes drop, Dan? You can hear part one and part two of every league on Monday, and part two will come out on Tuesday. You don't even have to wait. Wow. Two days, two separate episodes of the show. How can you give that much content? It's exhausting. Go listen to the Rank Bank. <laughs> <laughs> You ready to hear my story? Yes. It's okay. So it's very different than what we're talking about. Aliens, baby. We're not even talking about exorcisms. <laughs> Do you like alien stuff, right? That's why Amanda said you did. I love aliens. Okay. Stuff. So this okay. is gonna... great. We're going to yeah. have a great chat. <laughs> this is, this is I gonna... love alien talk. This is going to blow your goddamn mind, you guys. Okay. So and I'm... I always talk about this because like when I tell these stories, it sounds like a book report. Just ignore it. I'm doing my best not to. <laughs> but um, today I wanted to talk about star seeds. Do you know what star seeds are, Jose? No, I haven't. No, no okay. Idea. Okay. Yeah, I've not, 
I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't really know that much about it. I had no idea until I saw this one person on Twitter. So star seeds, <laughs> you know, a reputable source, you know, where you find all your information. Um, so star seeds are alien consciousnesses born into human bodies. So according to an article in Gaia.com called Am I a Starseed by Paul Wagner, they're advanced spiritual beings who can possess, possess spiritual and scientific knowledge that dates back thousands of years. So these are like people that think that alien consciousness resides within them. Like they're aliens, basically. But so they possess knowledge from thousands of years. Like, is it useful knowledge or is it just like... Do you remember like a thousand years ago when you <laughs> borrowed money from no. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I also possess knowledge for thousands of years. Don't wrong me. I don't forget. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think it's it's just all not it's absurd. So it's just like all knowledge from all of space and time for the past thousands of years. Got it. TikTok, this is who I found the TikTok by Unicol Unicol. Cron. It can be challenging being a starseed because of their soul's unique energy signatures. It's isolating as no one seems to understand you and you feel like your family is far away in space. It's said starseeds are traveling souls from other planets that incarnated on Earth to inspire and heal human beings as well as participate in the planet's evolution. Okay, hold on. The concept of you feel like you're not a part of your family is literally every teenager's experience. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, all starseeds. <laughs> well, I was freaking out to Dan because like there's so many different types of starseeds, which we'll talk about a little bit later, that like if you're like feeling like an outcast of any sort, it's I could totally see anyone buying into this shit because there's like a different type. feel like though? What does it feel like to feel like you fit? Do you know what I mean though? Like... Maybe just because I've never fit in anywhere. <laughs> but I'm just, I just yeah, think I that everybody feels like they just kind of Post don't sweat. fit in, but they do fit in, you know? <laughs> you seem like you've been cool forever. <laughs> Absolutely the opposite, guys. I'm actually oh, yeah. sexy myself. <laughs> I'm from, yeah. uh, from my, I feel like my parents are far away, but they're just in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's so far, though. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay, so listen, next part is absolutely wild. It's agreed most starseeds are here to help all living beings throughout all realms. So basically, they, they're aliens from other realities, dimensions, whatever it's called. And they come here almost like a game to like experience what life is like, to like be challenged. But also like the main mission is to better humanity's evolution. So they're here to like heal and help and help the general consciousness, but others might seek to control interplanetary resources for their home planet. So like not all of them are necessarily good. Like intergalactic Sims. Yeah, (laughs) they're playing with us. Some also believe that star seeds are birthed through inner consciousness conception. So virgin births like Jesus. Oh Lord. Guys, Jesus is a star seed. (laughs) Wait, how many virgin births do we actually know What'd you say? How many virgin births do we know of other than Jesus? I don't know of any. I mean, if we asked, I'm sure there'd be more. But yeah, I don't know. But that's not the only way. So it's yeah. fine. It's fine. That's not the other way that this could happen is a star, uh, like a, an already established star seed infuses the soul with intentional light, which can happen Ooh. at any time in a person's life. I would be like, <laughs> no thanks. I don't want it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a star seed. I'm. <laughs> I'm happy feeling like I fit in a little bit. What if you're just trying to like calm your anxiety? Like you just start meditating and now you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I <laughs> 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 oh, 
It's just like, yeah, I just, just want to sleep you. better. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to sleep better. <laughs> Dude, that'd be crazy. Okay, so it's believed that the existence of star seeds was discovered through the Akashic Records, which according to LearnReligions.com, the Akashic Records are a collection of all the thoughts, events, knowledge, and ideas that ma- mankind has had since the beginning of space and time. These days, many believe the records can be accessed through meditation, intuition, and prayer. Uh, this concept was brought to light by Madame Blavatsky who is a sort of spiritualist that we definitely need to cover in the future. If you want to know more about her now, definitely check out last podcast on the left's episodes about her because they're insane. It's like a four-part series and she's crazy. It was really good. Do you listen to last podcast on the left host way? No, I've never listened to that post. It's, it's wild. It's like... They're insane. Yeah, it's like morning... It's like drive time radio morning show, but about like true crime and like paranormal stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, I like it a lot. It's a good listen. Oh. Yeah, I they go like, deep on some stuff too. Like, and the Akashic Records, what a crazy mm-hmm. thought that you can just access this giant library of everything if you work at it. The Akashic Records sounds so like. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds like how all of the tweets are archived in the National Archive. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. I'm like so into myself. You, I tell Dan all the time, like I'm so into myself. I'd probably just read my stuff. I'd be like, oh, that is a genius thought that I had 10 years ago. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine accessing uh, those records and then seeing Trump's tweets? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Or, uh, or <laughs> I'd be like, this is the best satire account I've ever seen in yeah, my whole life. wild, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's wild. I think that... Man, I'm like, I feel like everything is possible, really. Like, the more the more I think I learn about stuff, the more I think that we just don't know anything, you know? Right. Uh, like we are so close-minded as, as, a human, like as, as a species and just as human beings. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that we cannot perceive mm-hmm. and so many places that we haven't been able to explore even in our uh, own uh, world. Right. Mm-hmm. In terms of the... Uh, of the star seeds, I, ha- I I think these beings, if they really, if they really were around, that, that would be it's kind of a scary thought, right? Yeah, um, yeah. These people walk around just <laughs> pretending to be one of us. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's interesting though is like I can't tell if people know that they're star seeds, right? Like that's the other thing is like, do they know it and they just mm-hmm. like have to turn it on? And also, like, if you're a starseed, like, and you have a kid, are they a hybrid? Are they a starseed? Huh. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. this sounds like oh. not the same as, like, implanted with alien DNA. It sounds different. But, yeah. like, there's questions that come up if you're like, okay, if that's true, then what else is true? Right. So the same article states that starseeds originated in star systems like Pleiades, Sirius, Andromeda, and Lyra, and many, many more. But they're all brought into the physical being with a wake-up call planned so this is a plan made before birth meant to awaken star seeds to their origins and missions so like the maturing um, candidate yeah so like basically they might not know right away that they're star seeds but there is a wake-up plan that was planned before they were even born to wake them up into their like their mission and their origins and it said in the article like some is like it's very abrupt and then other times it could take a long time of like gently figuring it out. So who knows, we could all be star seeds and our awakening hasn't happened yet. Yeah, maybe. Some famous star seeds are Buzz Aldrin, Princess Diana, David Bowie, Keanu Reeves, Oprah Winfrey, and Emma Watson. 
I can see David Bowie being a uh, star. Yeah, sure. right? Yeah, for sure. That totally yeah. makes sense. It's crazy. <laughs> You're like, Man, oh, how mad okay. would you be if me... Amanda and Josue were starseeds. I'd be so jealous. That's not <laughs> fair. I would be so mad. I was like, oh, you guys are starseeds? Well, me too. I would just pretend. I'd be like, let me in your club. <laughs> Super nice. Amanda, Amanda definitely might be a starseed, man. <laughs> I know. She, <laughs> she just told you know me what? <laughs> No, she definitely is a starseed. She has a really weird sense of intuition. Uh, she's you cannot really hide anything from her she'll find out i know she's scary be careful (laughs) she does have a lot of intuition for sure she's a reptile (laughs) starseed she's a reptile (laughs) starseed who loves coffee (laughs) oh yeah that's yeah that's all reptile starseeds this way i'm just kidding um okay so there are categories like i just mentioned like the reptile one so here's a few of them i'm trying to get through these really fast there is so much information on this it blew my mind like a lot of the times when you do these cases like you're like oh this is probably fake because there's like nothing on it but there's a ton of people who really buy into this and like there's a lot of stuff you can read online about it um so the different types the newest categories are indigo crystal and rainbow the individuals from these soul groups, they often possess special supernatural abilities, including telepathy, clairvoyance, light emanation, energy cleansing, uh, deep empathy, and reality shifting. Indigos are infused with the power of Archangel Michael and can be stubborn in their intolerance of unfairness. Uh, crystals are infused with the light, joy, and clarity of Archangel Gabriel and tend to be more fair and kind than the other indigo and rainbow siblings. Often diagnosed with some form of autism, rainbow children are the latest wave of healing souls to come to earth with with a natural detachment from the physical world. These three groups see interactions with this world as spiritual exercises instead of personally advancing events. Those are the newest kind, which I thought was, I thought it was interesting. They've started including like autistic people in, in this Starcy category. It kind of goes along with our Che story where he thinks that like, because his sons are autistic, I think, or his son is. And he always felt like maybe like, because we were talking about like consciousness and stuff, like maybe the consciousness like downloaded in a way that it wasn't supposed to, which is why they, they're like, they have a hard time with certain, certain things. So that yeah. was weird how that tied in. Hmm. <clears throat> It's interesting, though, too, because it's like, okay, well, they're, like, the newest one, but, like, new in what context? I just find that part interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess if you're, if they're descendants of, I don't know, I was just thinking about, like, being a descendant of an an archangel, but I guess if archangels, if you believe they are eternal, then I guess they could come from whenever. Yeah. It's just interesting. It's weird. I think it's, like, mostly new in, like, the discovery of them in the Akashic records yeah cool another version oh sorry what were you gonna say say? no no yeah I was gonna say yeah I could definitely buy into the idea that maybe it's crazy of course but maybe uh like Jesus is an alien you know (laughs) 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 he goes back up into the sky at the end yeah yeah maybe (laughs) he's like this is fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i totally can subscribe to that even though it would kill my mom if she heard that which she's gonna listen to this episode because you're on it but what if that's the unifying theory right that's the unifying theory you're just like all this can be all of it together also i'm sure dad believes it so mom will have to get over it 
My grandma is gonna show up tonight and be like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So here's some other ones. So there's the feline, which these beings are from the Lyra constellation and can be found depicted in the artwork of Earth's ancient civilizations, most notably Egypt with its feline-headed gods and goddesses. These beings are psychic and telepathic and tend to develop spiritual skills rather than ones that feed or benefit the physical realities. I'm just going to go through these really fast because there's two more. Um, there's the Andromedan. This loving, ben- benevolent, and telepathic race is from the spiral-shaped Andromeda galaxy, otherwise known as MS-31 or M-31. These beautiful beings have one mission, to bring peace and love to races enslaved by the reptilians. And then the final one is reptilian, oh. also known as lizard people, saurians, Hell and yeah. draconians. These shapeshifters seek to control Earth in the pursuit of selfish benefit. Uh, David Ick has reported on the reptilians, noting that they seek political power on Earth to manipulate human societies, cultures, and human development. Many believe that some reptilians are living among us with altered physical appearances. Others say the reptilian spirits enter the bodies of our most prized politicians and sway them away from values and decisions that would benefit the people of Earth. Luckily, the reptilians have many enemies who live in the light and have the mission to combat all darkness. All I'm saying is that... (laughs) As I'm a sorry, lizard lover, so I just take issue. I take issue, but at the same time, I get it. Because <laughs> I've always heard like the lizard people thing, right? Yeah. But I never knew what the basis of lizard people was until I started <laughs> reading. <laughs> yeah, wow, I didn't know this either. And I was like, oh, but like when you're when you're on YouTube and you are in an end- endless world of like YouTube videos and you end up in the uh, reptilian videos. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what these people are. I'm happy I know now. <laughs> I'm so from. sorry. <laughs> well, I do think I don't know if it was on the list where Grays included on the list. I'm not sure. I, there because was like a bunch. I'm sure there there's a form of Grays on there for sure. Because I think if you like subscribe to the Starseed concept like then that explains like how reptilians fit in but if you don't subscribe to star seeds reptilians is also like a a common alien type right like right. in other places too so i don't know if it, i mean i don't know for sure if it came from like the star seed thing but i do think reptilians might be like in the greater world because yeah I don't know. It's interesting to see, like, okay, like, as people start talking about star seeds, are they just trying to fit in, like, things that have existed in history and time, like, into this, like, framework? Or is it, like, you know, or is it a discovery that they're making through this lens? I say that as, like, because with Egyptian gods and goddesses, like, the feline ones, they're super interesting. So, mm-hmm. and that seems like it would have been around before star seeds. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it feels like they did this to fit some sort of agenda, like not agenda, but like it fits the themes of like, you know, everyone already thinks there's aliens in Egypt. That makes sense. So I don't I just it blew it really it's surprisingly inclusive. Like yeah. It blew my mind how you could be any one of these. There's there's definitely one, like a, a group you could be in no matter who you are, or like what your beliefs are. Yeah. I just, you know, part of me, I don't, I will say up front, I don't know if I believe this. I don't think I do, but there's a part of me deep down inside that wants it to be real so bad. Like that there's like alien races fighting and guess what? The good ones are losing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm going a little crazy, but I just think that's like the the coolest shit, you know? <laughs> Absolutely, it is the coolest uh, stuff ever, man. Uh, I was I would like to like know if there's something like that going on around me, and uh, if there's like actual like like an actual war being waged uh, between. Uh, between the good and bad aliens, I, I, I can kind of pick, uh, try to pick a side, right? Uh, thanks for sharing, Meg. Nice job. Hell yeah. Starseed. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So interesting. I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, okay, so we're going to do a game. We're actually going to do a quiz called Are You a Starseed? The unofficial Real mm-hmm. True Chills quiz. So this is based off an article on Starseeds from AskAngels.com a trusted source they list 20 yeah. signs that you might use yeah <laughs> non-biased listen you gotta go like, you gotta go where the info is okay you go where the info leads you they list 20 signs that you might be a starseed so uh we put together a little quiz for our game today so um meg and i'll take turns asking the questions and then we'll all take turns answering them and then um, we'll find out a little bit more about each question so uh number one did you fit in as a kid yes or no uh not as much no okay what about you meg no <laughs> i don't fit <laughs> I in as an adult like let alone as a child yeah yeah i was a weirdo yeah same um so no if you uh you get a point if you are a no, we're all no's. We all get a point. You didn't fit in as a child and you felt far different from other kids. You may have been advanced as a child in some way, like talking or walking or reading much earlier than your peer. So we all get a point for that. Do you want to read number two? Do you feel fully at home in your home? Uh, I'll start. I do. Abs- my hometown home, I absolutely feel feel at home there. What about you, Josue? I would say no. No? So I'm always moving, ar- I was always moving around. Um, and I'm kind of always being, I guess I couch potato, so I never really go out. I'm, I'm kind of feeding wherever I go when it comes to, uh, to, uh, moving around. You know, I used to feel the same way for a long time. Cause I also moved around like a lot as a kid and then like as an adult, but I'm starting to feel more at home, but I'm also adopted from Korea. So there's a lot of things where I'm like, I don't know how I feel about all this. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say yes, but if there was a maybe, I would go with a maybe. Um, So if you picked yes, like Meg and I did, you get zero points. Um, But if you picked no, you get one point. If you're a starseed, you have a strong feeling of wanting to go home and have a feeling or sense of what this home is like, even if you can't put it into words. Question three, do you feel tapped into your psychic abilities? Whatever that means. (laughs) Definitely no. <laughs> yeah, that's a big old no yeah, for me. Too. I like I like I like common sense most of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been more going with like intuition and stuff like that. So I don't know if I'm like fully like plugged in, but I feel like I'm starting to like lean into some of that more. So I'm going to say yes. And as a child, nice. I was convinced I had ESP. But probably I just was a keen observer is honestly what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're a starseed, you have a strong psychic and paranormal experiences as a child, which can continue into the present. Seeing spirits, seeing past the illusion into the future or beyond the lines of time, having prophetic dreams or seeing a UFO or having an alien encounter are all kind of normal for starseeds, which 
if that's the definition, I'm going to have to change my answer to no, because literally none of that has happened to me, except for the time I maybe saw a UFO, maybe. And then one time I maybe saw a ghost, like, but also that could have been a trick. So I guess I have to change my right. to no. Okay. Do you consider yourself a highly sensitive person? Whatever that means to you. Uh, I think I kind of am. Yeah. I'm thinking more of like on an empathy wavelength for sensitive. Uh-huh. So I, yeah, I'm definitely like up there. Yeah, I would say yes for that one as well, uh, in my case. Not in the empathy wave, but in the, uh, I, I don't know, I, I react really strongly to uh, my environment. I'm going to say no. <clears throat> like, I think that I, I think <laughs> that I put up a lot of walls to, like, avoid that because mm. as an introvert, like, stuff is just exhausting. Like, if I don't put up walls, I can't get anything done. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so most starseeds are highly sensitive, somewhat uh, to a fault. Are you on Team Empath or Team Deal With It? Oh, Team Empaths, definitely. Ooh. I'm. I like to baby, I like to baby strangers. Like anyone that even seems to like maybe need any type of affection. I'm like, it's okay, come here. Let me make you feel better. <laughs> I'm, deal, I'm Team Deal With It, as per my wife. Right, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> well so is yeah. she she's heartless so you guys found each other <laughs> hey my, my auntie you're heartless babe she says she's not heartless <laughs> she says, we no, keep you. That in? <laughs> well guess what every episode i'm gonna say Amanda's heartless from now on and she can't stop me i'm definitely team deal with it this is the same answer kind of as the last one whereas like i think i would like I could be team empath, but I've like grown a, a system of like being like, yeah, just deal with it. Like, or right. like not mm-hmm. giving into that. Um, if you're strongly yeah. empathetic and you feel the emotions of others, maybe even hearing their thoughts or reading people really easily, then you might be a star seed. Mm. Okay. Next question. Um, do you feel you're always two steps ahead in knowing what's going on or what people are going to say? That's an absolute no for me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm always lost. I'm always Some lost. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> this this is a trickily worded question because I do I will say I cut Dan off a lot and it drives him crazy. Um, but I'm not usually right with what I thought he was gonna say. You know what I mean? So like yes. <laughs> The question is not, do you interrupt people? That is not the question. (laughs) (laughs) Then I guess no, because I'm usually wrong. (laughs) Um, I think I usually like kind of like a step ahead or like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not to say though that I don't also see like, here are all the possible things that could happen and I'm just prepared for any of them. But I'm going to keep you. Yeah, I think you're definitely, you definitely think things through a lot. Like you're, you're on it. You think of all the possibilities. So for this one, if you're a starseed, communication may seem slow and sometimes painful for you when you already know what the other person is going to say sometimes before even they do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really good about being, uh, of knowing exactly when Sam's going to say, like, could you not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah, if that's it. I know when I say something, Dan's going to be like, I, my life could have been better if you didn't say that out loud, but here we are. So... (laughs) All right, we have a couple more questions. Do you wish you could be an old soul, but deep down you're just not? Hosu's grandfather was an old soul. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, he was. I think that I wish I could be like him, so I would answer the question as yes for this one, but I'm kind of the opposite. Yeah, same. Yeah, I I do wish I like could connect more to that. Uh, yeah. None of us are star seeds. If that means that we have to have a deep inner wisdom where we also feel timeless, uh, maybe even have dreams of memories off planet, living past lives or experiences in different dimensions or ways of existing. Yeah, that's not something I re- that I identify with. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Okay, so beyond just values, you feel an important purpose to your life that may be even faded. So, like, you feel like your life has this really important purpose. <laughs> I mean, unless, like, doing this podcast is, like, it changes the world. It's, it's changed my world. Because <laughs> now his opinion mean, of you is much lower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> Do you feel like there's an important purpose to your life that's, like, it could even be because of fate? I used to feel like that when I was younger, but I think the more I've grown up, I really can realize that I'm pretty insignificant. What? I thought you were going to say yes, because you're a doctor. No, but I kind of realized that we're just like little, little tiny things just going around. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I used to feel like, yeah, I'm, I have this big purpose, but I'm, I'm just kind of here to, I don't know, I, I feel like... I don't have that much of a purpose. My purpose should be just to enjoy my life as much as I can and to not be an asshole to everyone that's around me. <laughs> that's a good, I think that's a good purpose. For sure. I had my uh, astrology birth chart read recently. So uh, lately I'm feeling like kind of yes. <laughs> yeah, big news, big things coming yeah. up from that birth chart. I don't know. I felt very like, red yeah. and I was like, this is like math and astronomy mixed together <laughs> like Love with astrology it. like yeah so, so I'll yeah. Say, yeah okay cool so you are a star seed if you have strong sense of your personal mission even if you don't know what it is yet you have the burning desire or feeling that you're meant to do something big okay two more questions you wish you had better or more trippy dreams when you sleep 100 yes i wish my dreams were way better my dreams are boring and annoying No, I have the craziest fucking dreams. Like they are, I've been telling Dan recently, I've had a recurring dream where I'm in a ship that's sinking and I'm not panicking. I'm just like, this is fine. As like waves are just coming in. (laughs) Is this ship named the USS America? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what it is. No, but I have like very scary, very like haunted dreams. They're very scary. You do? Um, Do do I wish they would stop? Yes. Uh, (laughs) But... No, yeah, I'm very vivid. I always tell, I have like a little dream folder that I write down all of them because they're like so, so real. And like one time I dreamt I was a child assassin and my what? first target was my my best friend child, my best child friend. And the person who gave me the mission got us ice cream. And I was like supposed to like, while we were getting ice cream, sneak up oh. and shoot him. And it was just like this inner... It was terrible. Were you anyway, also a child I, in the stream? Were you a child? I was a child. Okay. I was like 10. You were a and child, were child assassin. Yes. <laughs> child, child, assassin, assassin. Um, anyway, I guess long story short, uh, I don't want any trippier dreams than I already have. Got it. What I you definitely want trippier dreams. Oh, I want, I want, my dreams are so lame, guys. 
And I just dream about the oh. hospital. I'm like, oh, you're in CPR again. And then I'm getting pinned by a tendon. <laughs> like, I don't know the answer. Those are scary. <laughs> that would be an intense dream for me. But for you, you're like, well, just another day at the office. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's One day I did have a dream that I uh, was flying. And then I've never had a dream again. And it was like deep best dream in the world that's cool it's the best dream ever i wish i could have that again yes (laughs) i want to dream i could fly i wish i could pick my dream off a menu that'd be great (sighs) all right so if you're a starseed you have intense and vivid dreams that often take place in places and times which are off planet some of these dreams are so vivid they seem more real than reality dang so last question before we find out if we're starseeds yeah um yes or no you're a kid magnet and can't turn it off. Babies and little, little kids always want your attention. Yes. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I also am just like, I don't know. My best friend right now is a nine-year-old child because she also likes lizards. Aww. My friend's daughter. That's, That's a big thing. Ha- That's a get. Yeah. That's a get. <laughs> it is cool. Mine's a big hell now. Kids have never, ever given me the time of day. <laughs> And I'm fine with it. <laughs> I've recently started coming around to like, oh, kids are cute. But no, <laughs> I don't have any child friends or anything. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a no. I definitely no. Uh, I'm not like uh, someone that attracts kids. Uh, it's kind of the opposite. I recall them. Especially now that I'm growing a mustache. They, they are more scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I did some tallying and our scores are... Uh, Meg, you got four points. Josue, you got three. And then I also got four. So we all got less than five points, um, which means that we're not not starseeds. We're basically the opposite, which is dirt rocks. I don't know what the opposite of a starseed is, but that's us. We're (laughs) regular dirt rocks, right? Yeah, we're boring, man. It's common thing, If you got five to seven points, if you're playing along, um, congratulations. You're a human person who probably isn't a sociopath. Uh, Keep in mind, we can't rule out narcissism. That still can be possible. (laughs) Five to seven points. Uh, Eight to ten points. Uh, You're probably a starseed or you just need to buck up. And 11 points, you're, wait, it only goes to ten. Uh, eight to ten yeah. points. You're a full blown starseed slash alien. Let's get on your spaceship. And you know, treat yourself better, man. You're not an outcast. If you got eight to ten, if you got eight to ten, there's apparently millions of other starseeds that you can like fit in with. So. Yes, there are. There are groups you can join. There's groups like wow, like Facebook groups are like. I think like both. I'm going to infiltrate one of those groups. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get in there. I already been joking. I'm going to do after we hang up, uh, we finish this conversation. I'm gonna go on my Facebook and I'm gonna search for a Starship group. And I'm gonna be like, "Hey guys, I got a ten out of ten on the English uh, <laughs> <Indian laughs> icon quiz. Let <laughs> me, please." You better. I love you better it. be careful though. You might like accidentally become one if you like hanging out. Yeah, too much. your consciousness could be turned on finally. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I've been waiting for it, man. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this was super fun thanks for joining us this way this was thank you great. for having me guys um it was a pleasure to be able to talk to you guys i love your uh podcast oh. i love the episode oh. where you invited i think one of your fellow comedians and you guys talked about that creepy picture and the cat that ended up 
kind of uh, permafrosted in his basement. Oh, yeah. The haunted that was a really haunted mushroom. Yeah. yeah that was so to that. It's such a <laughs> it's cool so story. Scary. That's yeah. actually the story where I talk about your town. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, really? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that's it. How I, that's right. Yeah. In the that that's how, yeah. I yeah. That story. That guy knows how to do it, so I'll get story. Yeah. To tell a story, yeah. yeah, Pat's awesome. Well, you did great too. This was really fun. Yeah, I was happy to get you finally on the cast. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Uh, no, uh, my plug would be uh, make sure you're wearing a mask when you're outside. Don't be Hell afraid yeah. and you're your life. Um, but make sure that you're staying safe. Wash your hands and wear a mask at all times. It reduces the rate of uh, infection uh, greatly. Uh, 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 when both people or, or multiple people are wearing masks and that's it nice yeah. that's a good I've been wearing my mask this whole entire podcast episode <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah same <laughs> well nice uh, Meg where can people find you uh, yeah check me out on twitter Meg gets money get spelled g-o-e-t-z Lots of spooky content on there for you. Yeah, you're getting the Halloween vibes going early. Yeah, hell yeah. I am. And you can find. I keep telling people. Go ahead. Sorry. No. I keep telling people like there's nothing else to do, so like why not just start Halloween in August? You know what I mean? Did you see that a bunch of like ho- candy makers and um, like Dunkin' Donuts and all these places they're starting their fall season early to like help capitalize on like the fact that we're not going to be out as much. So they're making the season longer. So Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin flavors come out next week, I think. I'm so excited. Yeah. I didn't see that, yeah. but that's awesome. Yeah. We're all on board for this. I'm on board. <laughs> I've got all Sorry. my decorations. I finally put all my Halloween decorations away two weeks ago. I'm ready to nice. like tear them back out. Get them back out. I have, yeah. like two, I have two pumpkins and a bunch of ghosts left on a shelf um nice yeah people can follow me at Alyssa Trez oh yeah well thanks a lot yeah Yeah, thanks Jose we did it thank you guys thank you so much find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe visit our website at realchillspodcast.com follow us on instagram at realchillspodcast do you know someone who should be on real chills Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamea-Rubin-Shane. Artwork by Libby Rindell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.